How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Hauser has come in for Boston. Here comes Tatum. It's a three. Off. Rebound Horford. Back to Brockton. Blocked by Brunson. This one's over. The Knicks have won. In overtime by 3 117. Oh, R.J. Barrett coming over here giving Kevin Harlan high fives. Hyped. What a big road victory here for the New York Knicks. Oh, boy. This team is a bit out of touch. They still got plenty of time. It's late night. W-E-E-I with KJ. Thank you so much for being here. The second hour, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. How embarrassing was that loss to the Knicks last night? And on top of that, it's the third straight loss. And it goes back to the theory that I discussed earlier this week, that losing that game in Orlando when you knew that you had guys out resting and you could have won that game, you should have won that game, and then you knew the next night you were going to have four guys out, including Marcus Smart, who will be out for, for a couple more weeks, maybe. You get that victory against Orlando. If you take the L2 to, to Miami, oh, well, it happens. You're shorthanded, but you find yourself fighting in that game because you're chasing what you didn't do the night before. This is the stuff that champions don't necessarily do. Champions know what games they know they can lay down. I'm not saying not participate, but when they know that they don't have four of their guys that are going to contribute, those are not the games that they want to be trying to be in sweating, trying to win those games outright, you know, like overexerting yourself. When you could have underexerted yourself the night before and won that game easily. Instead, you end up losing the road trip because, think about it, you beat Toronto. If you'd beaten Orlando and said, okay, we take a loss to Miami, everybody around here, including me, would say you had nobody and you won the road trip. And at least if you came back with two out of three wins, you can get refreshed. Malcolm Brogdon would be back. Al Horford would be back in the mix more so again. And it would be against a division opponent who's pretty good. And it would be a great warm-up for the big game Saturday night against the Lakers. But here we are. Losers of three straight. Now, granted, you still have a comfortable lead in terms of the Eastern Conference, still two and a half up on the on the next team, Philadelphia. But things are starting to catch up. But I guess for a lot of fans, 
The tough part was Jalen Brown missing the free throws that could have won the game in overtime time. And this is what Jason Tatum said about what he said to Jalen Brown after the game. Do you say anything to Jalen? Do you need to? Um, I mean, yeah, everybody, you know, needs a, a pick me up, but uh, you know, we, we got the most utmost confidence in him. Um, you know, I can't bet on NBA games, but you know, I would bet Everything I got, he was in that situation again. He would knock them both down. So, uh, you know, just short-term memory, move on and uh, get ready for Saturday. Yeah, I'm I'm not one that's going to lose my head over them, you know, losing because Jalen Brown didn't hit a couple of free throws in overtime. I'm kind of losing my head. Like, once you were up on the Knicks by 15 and were playing effective team basketball, moving the ball around, you were on your way to tiring out the Knicks. But then suddenly they started looking like Harry Houdini in the paint, I mean, you were getting shots contested left and right. And then you started kind of going into the old school bag of like, well, we can just outshoot them from three and we can we can still have a bunch of turnovers and expect to win the game. No. And there's some alarming things right now with the Celtics, despite them being the hottest team in the league. They're the number one team. But when it comes to field goals, they're 14th in the league. I mean, they're just in terms of field goals made in a game. They make the same amount in a game that the Charlotte Hornets do. They're like, okay, well, what is that about? Well, their field goal percentage is just above the Spurs. So here you have a team that's mid in terms of how many field goals they make and mid in terms of their field goal percentage. Oh, but when it comes to those three-pointers, man, you can't tell them nothing. They're second. 15 and a half three-pointers a game just behind Golden State. Golden State's built for the three-point game. Like, think about it. You have Klay Thompson, you have Steph Curry, and now to an extent, Jordan Poole. Those guys make long shots for a living. That's what they do. Like, if I started saying, oh, man, Klay Thompson needs to start banging banging the paint more often and just hitting, hitting the paint because no one can stop him, I'd be like, I'm crazy. Dude, stay out there and shoot. There's really nobody who's like that on the Celtics. Now, those guys may try to choose to be that, but I'm sorry. There's really no reason why the Celtics should be number two in the league in three-pointers and then have a three-point percentage (laughs) that's ninth in the league. right? Even the Warriors are number one. They're six in their percentage. So that's what they do. But in terms of the Celtics, I mean, the the Kings are better than the Celtics when it comes to three-point percentage. Why? I mean, they have more real shooters. But my gosh, and this is what I've talked about all season, Two-point baskets, the Celtics are third from last, only ahead of the Warriors and the Mavericks. Well, wait a minute. You've got an all-star in Jason Tatum, who's probably one of the best slashers in the league. You've got Jalen Brown, who's a top-tier guard in the league and can get to the basket. But when it comes to and, – and those are two-point shots. And you're 28th in the league? 28th in the league in two-point shots. Unbelievable. And second to last in attempts, two-point attempts. So somewhere analytics, it works, I think, until you get into series where it's like you can be it's gonna be punching them out series for six, seven games. That's where you throw the analytics at. Like, okay, we're just gonna shoot threes. These guys are gonna bang you and take those twos all day, and suddenly you'll find yourself down by 10. This is the problem. When you are up by 15 and you start chucking up those threes and another team starts making their twos 
and they're making them very easily in the Knicks, voila, looks what look what happens. You lose a game in overtime. And then what and then what are and then what are people fussing about? Oh well man, they didn't they didn't make two free throws, which are a couple of shots that will equal two points. Here's more Jason Tatum on why the offense has been struggling. Do you have any sense of why you think you guys have struggled a bit compared to where you were at such a high level at the start of the year offensively? Uh you know, I'm I don't claim to be like the smartest guy in the room, even though I did go to Duke. Um but, you know, when it goes down to, like, you know, offensive efficiency numbers and things like that, um, which they do, they do matter and they do play a part. But I, sometimes if you break it down the top five offenses, right, you know, sometimes the difference between the best offense and the 14th best offense may be like two points or, you know, four points in the course of a game. That's a couple, you know, missed layups and threes. Um, and I just think, you know, our last couple of games, like tonight, uh, you know, 41% from the field. Um, don't know what we shot against Miami and Orlando, but, um, you know, Golden State, we shot 38%. Uh, so, you know, late in the game, we got some good looks, um, and then they just did fall. So uh, I feel like we've we still been playing the right way. We've still been playing with sense of purpose and, and, and pace. Um, you know, sometimes that shit just don't go in. It's as easy as that. Yeah, but here's the thing with that. There's no team in the NBA that's so bad that they only average like 90 points a game. So there's no team that's just missing a bunch of absolute shots. Like the worst team in, in the league in terms of field goals made in a game per game are, 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 are the Dallas Mavericks at 39.2, right? The top number, 43.8. So the, the league is nothing but a bunch of compression anyway. My issue is sometimes you can solve some of these compression issues why stop taking so many damn threes? But Tatum is right. The Hornets are at 41.8, then the Celtics, then the Wizards at 41.7, Phoenix at 41.4, Knicks at 41.2. That There you go, right? The difference between the Knicks and the Celtics is six-tenth of a field goal. What do they do? They eventually, for all those, for the threes they miss, the twos that we make will eventually catch up with them. And beat them. It's a slow walk, but the way the the Celtics had to do is just make a couple more twos, and the game never gets close. And that's just that balance. Like, I don't understand how a team this talented can be the second in three-point field goals and 28th in two-point field goals. Like, there's, there's no balance right now. And then when you're looking at points per game, okay, they're number four in the league. Sacramento 1, Utah 2, Warriors 3, Celtics 4. But one can make the argument like, well that's really cool that the Celtic uh, that the Warriors are number 3 but they're a 500 team. And like I said, the worst scoring team in the league is 108 and the top is 119, so there's you're going to have a little more, you know, a, a little more because someone's going to get blown out from night to night. But my goodness, the Oklahoma City Thunder score just as well as the Celtics do. Do you equate those teams to be even? No. This is frustrating. And Marcus Smart is out for tomorrow's game. Because the turnover difference, I think, was like 13 to 7 or 13 to 8. Celtics, 13 turnovers. The Knicks had 8. And that's the other thing. How you got so many daggone turnovers if you're taking so many threes? (laughs) 
it's it's mind boggling. And let's just put it this way: the sell the Lakers who are looking for victories here and there to try and kind of build up their relevance. Do you do you not think that right now LeBron and AD and the acquisition of Rory Hachimura are not licking their chops and saying, what could be the narrative if we go into Boston and beat them, giving them their fourth straight loss and two ugly losses on national television on a Saturday night? One to Golden State and one to the Lakers. And keep in mind, the same Lakers team, that they did the same thing with the Knicks. They were stomping the Lakers and let them back in the game. This is why I have some concerns about, okay, when Joe Mazzula wants to put his foot down about things, does it make a sound? Does it make a sound? You, you, you look at the situation in Brooklyn where Jacques Vaughn was interim coach for five days, and they said, okay, you're the coach. That still hasn't happened with Joe Mazzula. And I think the longer that goes on, like now do you get into the playoffs and you make this deep run, and you're like, okay, he's the interim coach. Is this guy going to be the head coach? Is there a feeling like, well, I mean, this guy isn't really the head coach. He might be one of those kind of those permanent subs. You know, you, you remember in school days when you have a sub come in and, you know, Mrs. So-and-so was out on maternity leave when they first started introducing that stuff. I remember it was like maternity leave. Oh, mother. Okay, gotcha. Maternity leave. The sub would be there every day for a few weeks. And after a while, you start to respect him a little bit. But then when you start thinking about like your final grade and what, you know, what your report card is going to look at at the end of the year, you're not really thinking about the interim teacher having that much of a say about what your grades will be. You just hand in the grades. I'm concerned. I'm just concerned with the Celtics where it's like, hey, they're in love with the three so much that when they start missing them, they miss teams getting back in the game. And that can't happen tomorrow night. But guess what? Can't really go inside tomorrow. Like, you're going to go up there against Anthony Davis? I mean, you got LeBron running through, through the lane. You know, so God bless Time Lord. He needs to have a huge game tomorrow. No Marcus Smart. There's got to be better ball handling. You can't turn the ball over against a team that needs layups. You know, when I talk about a team that can't hit a three, I'm talking about the Lakers. So they're not even going to try and scare you from outside. But don't scare everybody else by standing on the outside, missing shots, knowing that you don't have the total size package to rebound and get second shots because that I just don't see that being the case. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. KJ Late Night uh, still to come. Got the Red Sox montage of parodies from the past couple of years on here on Late Night. It's the series finale of KJ Late Night, but it's time to trend with Stiz. Go ahead, brother. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The conference championships are this Sunday. The 49ers are in Philly taking on the Eagles at 3.30, followed by the Bengals in Kansas City at 6.30. Don't forget, you can hear both those games right here on WEEI. Per Field Yates, Patrick Mahomes was a full participant in practice today. He is off the injury report. 
Albert Breer reported Friday evening that the Patriots are flying out former Patriot player Ryan Wendell out to Las Vegas to interview for the open offensive line coaching position. Wendell played nine seasons with the Patriots and helped New England win a Super Bowl title in 2014. He spent the last four seasons on the Buffalo Bills staff, holding the title of assistant offensive line coach for the previous three campaigns. The Boston Bruins road trip continues tomorrow night when they take on the Florida Panthers. Puck drops at 6 p.m. And the Celtics have lost three in a row. They'll host the Lakers tomorrow night, tip-off at 8.30. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Yeah, W-E-E-I, where everybody's eventually included. I'm KJ, and this is for the lover in you or me and your lover. Don't talk. Just listen, because I do love you for the next four or five minutes. Okay, there you go. There you go. There it is. The slow jam intro to the post. It was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. You, yes. And you had to go with the local guys, Bell Biv DeVoe. Shout out to Michael Bivens. Good guy, man. KJ Late Night WEEI. The reason why that just happened is because this is the series finale of KJ Late Night. We have done something here. Dag Nabbit has been fun. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Let's go to Joe in Boston. Joe, thanks for calling Late Night with KJ. Thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, we're going to miss you, man. You put on a great show. Oh well, thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. It's um, it's not really a show. It's really who I am, and it just, just, it's just a circus act that I've. It's been my whole life. C pluses, you know, just begging for B's from my parents. This is the, this is the field I was destined to, you know. So yeah, and, it's, you go, go ahead, Joe. And you put on a long day too. I heard you this morning. Yeah, that's right. I was on BetQL, man. The company really gets me. Yeah. Like I'm just asking for a cotton gin. I'm, you know, I'm just totally kidding. Uh, but Joe, thank you so yeah, much. You be- Go ahead. You'd be perfect on BetQL, man. I want to hear you there more. No, oh, well, thank you, Joe. I appreciate the kind words. And this is not goodbye. This is just see you later. Uh, Phil in New Bedford, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for calling late night. You're on the air. 
Hey, KJ, it's been a great run, bro. Thank you for the education, the fun. Um, yeah. I like the fact that you always play the devil's advocate. Sometimes it just spices things up. But in regard to the Celtics right now, uh-huh. it's like right around game 30 to 32, it's almost like they get this complacency that as a team, they don't need to play at the level of defense they did last year, and it's showing. Yeah. Yeah, they were holding teams to around 104 a game last year. It's nowhere near that. It's like 112 now. And so much has to be done to get back to that level. Now, look, I know M.A. is not there, and M.A. has a different voice in that locker room, and there were a lot of things you had to overcome that M.A. not being there. But I think also part of that responsibility for this young team is to not just be like, all right, well, you know, Joe's here, and, you know, he's not really the coach, coach. I mean, we're going to listen. Well, but we're not going to buck him, but he ain't going to tell us, you know, like what we what we, we going to do, you know. So Which that's why. to the complacent attitude. Right, Absolutely. right. So, and by the way, my friend, I, I said this to you last month, but thanks again 15 months ago when I had that spinal, serious yeah. spinal surgery. You and Brian Barrett carried me through the night some nights when I was really down. So, yeah, um, Phil, yeah, thank you. Around. Are you going to still be with EEI or anywhere with um? Within the major corporation? Look, you're asking questions that are all part of confidentiality agreements, or maybe not. Uh, But look, (laughs) this is is not goodbye, but just see you later, okay? But, Phil, thank you so much. And thank you so much for. Thanks again. And thank you so much for those kind words regarding, you know, Barrett and I. You know, I have to give him a shout out as well. Um, because it was funny they teamed us together one time, and you want to talk about odd couple? That was hilarious. That was some good stuff. Brian's the best. But hey, yeah, it's like the yeah. two the two majors, uh, you know, sports narratives. Where's Tom Brady going, and where is KJ Carson going? After That's this McDonald's, it's to- right next to the station. What are you talking about? You know, like I can stop. I've got to stop tempting fate with that. You know, like okay, I'll just have the small fry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I wanted to get into something that I've noticed in terms of what's happening with the Red Sox. Uh, first, let's play the Adam Duvall cut at his, at his press conference, really kind of saying, no, nah, they really have something here. You know, I think they're not getting enough credit um, as far as where we stand. Um, and, you know, I've, I've never been, I've never been a guy that, that has uh, looked at it as like, yo, you know, on paper, we're the best team. So we're going to win. Um, you know, I've been on teams that, uh, in 2014 with the Giants, we we snuck into the playoffs with a wild card and ended up winning the World Series. You know, I'm super excited about this club. I think uh, just talking to the guys and having them reach out and getting to know them a little bit, um, you know, there's some competitors on this team. And, you know, I'm looking forward to playing with them. And I think that, that means more uh, to me um, that everybody can pull on the same side of the rope than anything. So I couldn't be more excited to be playing with the Red Sox and, you know, to be a part of this ride. Yeah, and I give it to Adam Duvall. He understands the importance of the team. And I think that's going to be very key in terms of getting good mid-players, right? They understand that, look, rabbit fan base dedicated. You not have to worry about empty stands. You know, you're going to be embraced. You know, the, the small guy can get just as much as love as the star, you know, I mean, I mean, isn't that what like Cumberland Farms is for? Like for the small guy to do? Like, I still remember. Like, it, to put it in perspective for those who are listening outside the brick, like when Avery Bradley had a billboard up for, I was like, that that's a town that takes care of you. When Avery Bradley has like endorsement deals, that's when you, that's where you want to go, right? Like the stars don't hog up everything. So Adam Duvall's right in that regard in terms of, hey, look. There could be something there for a lot of us. It's like, uh, we've seen this movie a little bit before, and here's three things that kind of 
concern me. All right, James Paxson, how does he look coming back? And he eats up 2% of the salary cap. Okay, you know, take a flyer on that. Chris Sale? Oh, yeah, we're still waiting on that. And that's 10.5% of the payroll. And then Trevor Story? That's 12% of the payroll. 24% of your payroll this year? Injuries are the first question about them. I don't know about you, but if you ever took a test and the teacher said, oh, before you start this test, the highest score you can get on this is a 76. You're not getting your money's worth. And so really, there's a lot of hope riding this. Tell me if this sounds before familiar from before. There's a lot of hope riding on Chris Sale coming back. A lot of it. Because his money, it's a lot of it. Now, granted, you know, it's come down his adjusted salary is down to 17, but he counts towards 27. And 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 here's the thing. Does Chris Sale have all the intangibles that you're expecting to see from the World Series year, which is almost what five years ago? Just in just in the just in the natural selection of life. You know, your fastball's gonna get a little slower when you're older, and Chris Sale has a very thin, wiry frame. Trevor Story, oh, man. I hope this gets better before it gets worse. He's 30. We've got arm issues, and he's clearly the shortstop, right? Because when Xander didn't work out, hey, step on in. This was kind of the backdoor plan. And right as you're ready to pull him to the front door, can't even get to the front door. And so keep in mind, while he may be gone for six months, it may take six to seven months for rehab, you still got to get back, you still got to get to the plate, you still got to hit. And that's just the fielding portion. And this is from a guy who only played 48% of the games last year. So part of the Red Sox situation is, can you can can healthy guys get on the field? And it's kind of hamstringing them. Again, 24% of your payroll are people that may be affected or are currently infected by injuries. I don't want to say infected. That sounds bad. You know, like, man, what are we doing Friday night? Oh, man, I drank too much and and then I caught an injury. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. I didn't mean it sound that way. But, Mike, that, 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 that's the thing. And then what does that mean for pitching to Raphael Devers? Who, you know, Raphael Devers may be top five in walks this year because there's no bat that scares anybody to us opposing pitchers. You know, Yoshida's going to see a lot of fastballs early on. Hey, buddy, you ready for this? (laughs) Y'all ready for this? And if he can't catch up with that fastball, it's going to be a frustrating year for Raphael Devers. Because who protects him in the lineup that you say, oh my gosh, I've got to pitch to Devers because this guy is next. Or I can go ahead and pitch to this guy and endeavors can't hurt me, but so much with nobody on. These are the things that I think are really going to try, that are going to catch up with the Red Sox in terms of the conversation that will show up on the field. You know, if Raphael Devers struggles this year, is it really his fault when there's no protection around him in the lineup? I mean, even if JD had a declining year last year, you knew that you could still get some pop out of JD's bat if you made a mistake. Who, who provides the pop? I mean, are we going to, are we, are we leaning on Verdugo here? <laughs> I mean, you don't know what Yoshida has. 
and there's no Trevor story. And that's tough. Well, that winter weekend, boy, that was, you would have thought that Vince McMahon had walked back in there when, when Hein Bloom came out there. That was that. Look, I, I, I'm going to say it. That was gold. Even Hein, the way he came with it and said, when you make those bets, sometimes those bets don't pay off the way those bets should pay. And you wonder if you pay those. And people are booing even harder. I was like, yeah. You know, when is Bobby the Brain Heenan and, and, or, or Jerry the King Lawler and, uh, and, and Michael Cole start calling this match here? And I give it to Heim. You got to stand up and shit, say it with your chest. You do. And I've said, look, if Heim can produce Shohei Atani next year, a lot will be forgiven about this year and the previous one. A lot. Because you answer a couple things. Pitching, hitting, and another outfielder. Like all of, <laughs> I could sing rap dance in just one show. That's what you want to go get. And if that's not what you can go get, as soon as Otani's, like, honestly, I'm just going to call it what it is. This is into the future. If, if Otani signs with another team, fire Bloom the next day. Because <laughs> after that, like, what is, what's the job for after that? Like, you've got, like, here's your final mission. If you can get this guy here, team him with Yoshida, give us an international market that we could tap into, having people watch Red Sox games on Nesson East for a nice price every morning. <sighs> Heim will be staying for the rest of his life if he can pull that off. Because then the money flows in, and now you will have other free agents that will want to come and play and get and insert themselves in that lineup. And now even if Yoshida tends to be more of a contact hitter, which I think he will be, more so than the power numbers, because keep in mind, like a lot of those those stadiums over there in Japan, they're all like universal, you know, like all the all the dimensions are pretty much the same. They're just kind of like all old riverfront stadiums, like the old Cincinnati Riverfront in uh, what used to be in Philadelphia. I forgot the name of the veteran stadium. Like just the big round circle where it's your standard 400 to center, you know, 325 and left and right, 385 and left center and right center. Now they've gotten more creative with ballparks. You know, like I said, and contact hitters, the great contact hitters, they they have the ability to hit the ball straight back up the middle. So if Yoshida's hitting line drive or fly balls to deep center in Fenway, <laughs> better hope Stemman's standing on third because that's an out. So it'll be all inter- it'll be very interesting how it all plays with the Red Sox. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Let's go to Jay in Salem. Jay, thank you so much for calling the series finale of KJ Late Night. Go ahead. Hey man, I uh, love the show. So um, my my biggest issue with the ownership, and it's been uh, approximately eleven years now. So mm-hmm. I think the most important thing to happen to the team is one of the worst things to happen to the fan base, and that's the 2013 Boston Red Sox. Classy, fun, enjoyable, and they won it all at one of the most important times. Uh, n- most of that team were scrap heap guys. And uh, they weren't even paying David Ortiz at the time. And I, my biggest fear is that this ownership, which they've done it, I want to say, five or six times in the last ten years, is they tried to copy that with with having guys that other teams they're either at the end of their career, or uh, they're just classy guys that are you know four A guys or yeah. guys that are fine in Kansas City, but can they cut it in Boston? Yeah, I agree, Jay. And plus, the other part of that, you did start to have some some players percolating in the minor league system that paid off. Now, some of these deals that have come back, some of those minor league players like Jeter Downs has not panned out. Jaron Duran is not panning out. 
that Bobby Dahlbeck is not panning out. So there's, and I appreciate the call. Thank you so much, and drive safely, and have a great weekend. Yeah, it's, I'm a big believer that you can't necessarily put the magic back in the bottle, right? And and those glory years, really going back 10 years ago, right? That, that, that space between 04 and, like you mentioned, 13. Those were times that the team had never seen before. And the valuation of the team just went, because right now there's a 10x valuation on the team. Like what it was purchased for, it's 10x and what it's, it's worth its value now. And maybe last week, I think it was the beginning of last week, I mentioned like what how it breaks down. And the Red Sox are the third most valuable team to its market in all of baseball, only behind the Yankees and I think the Dodgers. And overall, worth of the team, they're third as well behind the Yankees and the Dodgers. The only place where it kind of varies is the value of the brand. And this is what I was talking about. Like, if you make a run for Otani, your $500 million investment could turn into $2.3 billion internationally. And now you have a brand that's probably worth 70% of that two that, that new $2 billion that you bring in. So now you have a brand that's probably almost as worth the Yankees, but you don't have to worry about like, okay, we don't have 20 million people in the market. Um, you know, we don't have 27 pennants. We've now gone into this international pool of the way business is working these days, right? So that's the difference even with 15 years ago. Yeah, you had international players coming through, but now technology allows for these games to be seen in real time. You could give them the same packages over in, in, in the Asia portion of the world, just the same way that you get them right here in New England. And so that's where the play can be at hand, and I would respect that. And that only comes because I have experience in the venture capital world, and you want to get as big of a multiple as possible. So if you if if you were like when I was like they should sell the team, well you know if you got ten x you're probably thinking how do we get it to fifteen x, twenty x you know like that's that's kind of the goal right you want to be able to get that multiple as high as possible so that way when your wish potentially is granted oh it's almost impossible to find anybody who can buy it it just kind of it was what it is all right so for those who've been hanging out here late night for the last couple of years. Know that I've been able to talk about different things going on with the different teams here in here in Boston through song. And the reason why I like to do that is because, one, everybody loves music. Though Barrett was the first person I ever met in my life that said he did not listen to music. I was like, dude, if I ever see you on Forensic Files, I know why. But everybody likes some type of music. I love all types of music. And even a, a friend of mine who's in the industry said, Kay, when you go to this new station, don't give up all of who you are. And I was like, yeah, so what I've really been appreciative about is I've been able to be all of me here on this show. No, I'm not going to play John Legend singing all of me and I'll give all it. No, it's not that. It's just being able to encompass everything about me, my love of sports uh, since a child, uh, kind of being like a, an encyclopedia brown. Sometimes you've heard me just go off on these tangents like, Dude, like, like, yeah, sometimes you'll come in with some rejoins. I'm like, wow, KJ. Like, oh, I was I actually no talking. I, well, I was also talking about like the, the information, too. Well, that, yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that's why I'm here. So here are just kind of a run through of some of the parodies involving the Red Sox over the over the last season and a half expressed through song. Hit it, Stiz. 
Don't fix the Aaron Judge no more. Yo, the Sox can't give up 61. <laughs> it's 62. Sliders in the ground, not back yeah. door. No one wanted to see the he's Red Sox give up 62. Those. No one wanted to see that. Fastballs is what he's looking for. Poppies are spokesman. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need no Manny or Sosa. Yeah, when Sosa Poppy got in the Hall of Fame by himself. Poppy's our spokesman. Hey, man, yeah. we need you to help out. No Barrio <laughs> Viva David. Hall of Fame. Da-da-da. Corey's got to wonder, who can relieve now? Yeah. Who can relieve only after four? Remember how bad the relief pitching was? He's on the 60-day. Nate Evaldi's going to have to throw. The Sox and his dough. Oh, big This is right before the, the cover story was announced, and nobody was Free coming here. Action. They're the Red Sox. Matt Olson leaves the A's for the South. Couldn't get Cranky to help the pitch in out. Rondon's left arm is so far. Now the hype is long gone. Oh, I laid in the hype on this one. hot. Who has got for love for the Worcester Red Sox? He's the <laughs> King George of Benway Park. Fans one blood. Give this team a shot. Whoa. This song might have called for the revolution you've been seeing. Pine <laughs> Bloom sitting on his hands. Bullpen's trash wow. and it's eating at fans. Pine Bloom sitting on his hands. Wow, that might have been the one that called for the revolution. That I just thought about that because that's the one. It was like he's the King George of the Boston of Fedway Park. Oh boy, maybe that's what showed up in Worcester last week. I was just gonna say that you're the reason he got booed at Winter Weekend. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know I was your leader. <laughs> Sometimes that can happen, you know. They do say stars are born at night. So look, Stiz, I'd mentioned that I have done thirty parodies. In the last, since December of 21, I think Buffalo Colden might have been one of the first ones. And I actually was able to try, like, I forgot about some that I made. So here, I'm just going to give you the list of songs that I didn't, you didn't hear them all played back over the last couple of days. Thank God. I didn't want your ears to bleed in the last two days of the show. Uh, There was Draymond Licious after Draymond was, was complaining about, you know, when he grabbed uh, Jalen Brown in the playoffs last year. So that was the Fergalicious, it was Draymond Licious definition Shorts Commando, you know, like, ain't kind of suspect, bro, when you're doing that stuff. Kyrie's gone. Uh, that's to the car since you're gone because saying, you know, Kyrie's gone from smoking all that sage and all that stuff he was saying last year. Um, there was one, I can't even say the name of the title, uh, but it was to Grace Jones's Warm Leatherette. I was, I was allowed to play it once, and then I had to take it down from all socials and everything, uh, but it had to do with Bill Belichick. So that's a one you've never heard again. I don't think you've ever... You've never even heard that one. I don't think it's this. Oh, I'm going I'm going into the system. Baby. I don't even know if it's in the system either. Uh Brian don't use this number uh to Steely Dan's Ricky don't use that don't lose that number. That's the story of Brian Dayball giving out his thoughts after he texts Bill Belichick and Belichick responds, "Oh, congratulations on the job with the Giants, <laughs> but but Flores hadn't gone to an interview for the job yet." Um contraction works to extremes more than words which was how did baseball solve its lockout situation last year? Uh, Jake DeBrusque, that's to outcast Rosa Parks, about Jake DeBrusque screaming last year that he wasn't going to skate for the Bruins anymore. And Bergeron was out from that hit, and you know, we made that hit and got suspended, and things were just a mess with the Bruins. And then I predicted that Jake DeBrusque would stay, and that did happen. Um, I just want to compete, babe, to Justin Timberlake's I Just Want to Love You. That one sucked so bad, I don't even remember what it was about. 
Uh, my bracket sucked to Ludacris' stand-up. That was for the NCAA tournament last year, where how I was just talking about, like, I made the mistake of taking all those blue bloods. That was actually a good one. Uh, Bill's through. That's the one that you've probably heard the most in Nirvana's In Bloom uh, about Bill's hired all both his sons, and he won't hire anyone now that Josh McDaniel's gone. Who can relieve now? You just heard an excerpt of that. That's to Men at Works. Who can it be now? Dondero's running was my dedication to Mark Dondero for him finishing the Boston Marathon last year to Lenny Kravitz. Where are we running? I in the song I said I don't know about you, but I would have chopped. I would have hopped on the green line at 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 at, at, uh, at Chestnut Hill. I have no shame. Right there, right there at sixteen, hop hop on right at Riverside. Next stop, <laughs> next stop, Heartbreak Hill. Um, get that ring to CC Peniston's. Finally, it was to encourage the Celtics to win the NBA championship last year during the finals. You saw how that did. You never heard that one again. Hein Bloom sitting on his hands. That's the one we just joked about. Living on a prayer that might have set off the revolution. I didn't know I was your leader. Uh, call up from AAA to Bobby Brown's getaway. That one kind of that kind of one hit the ground and didn't run. Uh, Ennis Freedom, three minute man, Missy Elliott's one minute man. I think you remember that one, Stiz, where Ennis Freedom at the time was doing more talking on television than he was playing in games. And that you know, look, the dude is like in the game for three minutes, and look where Ennis Freedom is now. Don't Who need was no right? three minute man. There you go, kick him out. Ennis really sucks. What's the point of a three minute man? That's that's exactly how it went. Uh, Celtics, who should play and who should go to the clashes? Should I stay or should I go? Uh, that was when I threw players into the harbor as kind of a revolution when they were really stinking it up last November. Not last November 2022, but in 21. If you remember in December, they had lost when teams were missing guys from COVID games. And what was the guy? Greg Monroe was playing for Minnesota. And at the end of the game, he was like, yeah, number 31. He did really, he didn't even know the name of the teammate that went off on the Celtics. It was embarrassing, but they turned it around. Um, let's see. Uh, C's don't care anymore. To Phil Collins, I don't care anymore. That was a frustrating song about them in December of 2021. You just heard Socks and Get No Free Agent Accent ac- Action to Devo Satisfaction. The Bills are super weak. The Rick James Super Freak version. That was the Bills. Ver- uh, that was the Chiefs version. Uh, Brady didn't leave to 112's Peaches and Cream. It's about you know Brady lying to everybody. Uh, don't pitch the Aaron Judge no more to Tom Petty's. Don't come around no more. That was just the the disaster that it looked like that the Red Sox were going to give up home runs sixty two to Aaron Judge and I, I when all the bad pitching was there. I, thank God they pitched around him. You just heard Poppy's our spokesman to Oye Komova Tito Puente, um, where Big Poppy probably was getting that tap on the shoulder, be like, "Hey, forget about your past transgressions. We need you to be kind of the mouth." Of the league, if you know what we're saying, wink, wink. Uh, Maple Leafs have always been losers to ACDC's rock and roll ain't noise pollution. Shame on Jason Tatum for crying about the same Jason Tatum regarding uh, Jason Tatum going off about his stats with the Wu-Tang Clan. Shame on her. Clickbaiting, hotline bling from Drake. Buffalo Colding, you heard that one. Bailey Zappi's that dude. And degenerating from after the Raiders loss by, uh, I forgot the girl's name. Can you do you remember the girl? Dual Lipa? Because I like to call her Dual IPA, which I think is a much better name. <laughs> dual IPA. Dual IPA. You, you, you could say you could uh, market and all that stuff. So after the break, we'll say our goodbyes, and then I've got one more special treat for you before I get out of here. It's the series finale of KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Thank you so much for being here. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Yeah, it's the end, baby. Late night, W-E-E-I, KJ, 
It's been an absolute pleasure to entertain you at this time of the night. This isn't goodbye. This is talk to you later. And I leave you with this. See ya. La, 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 didn't I make this show sound tight? La, 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 this is the end of KJ on Late Night. Let's go back 30 months ago, sitting up in a meeting at Waltham's Jake and Joe's. I'm telling Joe that I know I have something to say, man. I can help the station grow. Depressed DDT and like Jake coming up next, another spin of Cold Hearted Snake. This was the chance that I had to take, leaving AM Drive to talk sports this late. La, 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 didn't I make this show sound hard? La, 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 this is the end of KJ on Late Night. To all of you who kept me up pumping, oh man, we made this time slot something. Oh man, we made this time slot something. Aha, we made this time slot something. The Red Sox hypothesis, 27 games at a time, nobody's doing this. And boy was I right, near the wins total by three, shows parking at night. Take Jack and start it happening. Look ma, they even said it on ESPN. And that's when you know you're in. All good things must come to an end. La, 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 didn't I make this show sound hard? La, 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 this is the end of KJ on Late Night. To all of you who kept me up pumping, oh man, we made this time slot something. Oh man, we made this time slot something. Aha, we made this time slot something. And then came the parodies. Oh man, I couldn't believe this is coming out of me. Super weak had Bills fans calling late night. This was bigger than New England. Bailey Zappies, that dude, Bills through. Jake DeBrust even got an I'm boom. So many parodies. Why? Because you encouraged me. La 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 la, didn't I make this show sound hard? La. This is the end of KJ on Late Night. To all of you who kept me up pumping, oh man, we made this time slot something. Oh man, we made this time slot something. Aha, we made this time slot something. La, 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 didn't I make this show sound tight? La, 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 this is the end of KJ on Late Night. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.